This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I step on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. From now on, you do as I do. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica, and with me today is my lovely, glorious, amazing, wonderful, um, a bit also hot, I suppose, because she's wearing a tank top as well, co-host Amanda. <clears throat> Sorry, that was really awkward. Hi, Amanda. That was super awkward. I loved it. Thanks. I'm actually not hot. I'm on the verge of cool. Um, I just can't be bothered to get a sweater or Who change my you? top. I know. I know. <laughs> that is that is un, un, unlike. I'm fine. It, I will heat up. It's It will get hot in here. That is. Oh. Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm very. Why? Because today we have a guest on and I'm so excited the guest agreed to be here. <laughs> That's true. Hi, we have a pretty awesome guest. Hello. I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate you all asking me to be a part of this. I'm excited. I mean, if if there is one person that we would want to ask on here, it must it's you. Like it's on the, yeah. you're also on the, on the top of these people. Like Amanda and I, we have this, uh, and people have heard this before because all of a sudden, like people who are on our want to be on our, we want them on our podcast so badly list, but they are too great for us and we are just little shits. So nobody <laughs> wants to be on. And now we're like trying to talk to all these people and suddenly these people do agree. And I'm like, what the fuck is even going on? How is it even happening? Why do people agree to be on our podcast? And I mean, to be fair, I'm like, I'm a little shit so it makes perfect sense <laughs> to be fair like it makes perfect sense shits Aww. attract shits <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> that should also be a t-shirt i was just thinking yes. i was like i would totally wear that i would wear I that would... i'd probably get people it, near where i live would probably like you know clutch their pearls looking at it but like that'd be okay <laughs> I mean, they already do that with my hair, so like, why not just True. complete the outfit? The best hair, though. <laughs> who the fuck is this? Who the? I mean, I'm weird, so cool. though. Like, people here are not weird. I'm weird, so it's just it doesn't work. But I, whatever. I don't leave my house, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is also freaking. Weird. <laughs> no, I get oh, it. God. Like, my hair is not as bright as yours, but in the sun, it's quite purple mm. and. Like walking around my little village, I, I'm definitely the bright one. Yeah, like you're like, hmm. <laughs> I'm just awkward yeah. because I don't have kids and I'm not married, so that makes you already awkward here in countryside lifetime. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> yep. So, but I mean, we're rocking it either way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's it. That's what we go for. Exactly. <sighs> so, I mean, for the people who listen to a podcast and don't know who psyche is why don't you number one but also <laughs> let me <laughs> let me introduce her just a tiny bit before she then also can introduce herself a bit better um psyche is a twitch partner twitch twitch streamer actually was it your twitch uh, partner 
the fifth one? No. Uh, so June is my anniversary, my five year anniversary of streaming full time. So I, my partner anniversary was actually in January and that was my, I want to say third. Yeah, my third. Ooh. And I've been streaming full time for five years this month. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That's a long time. Thank so you. you. So you worked, you streamed full time before you got partnered. That's epic. Oh, uh, yes, but I, so I, this is a really weird one that I've talked about before. I didn't start streaming full time because I was in a position to stream full time, if you know what I mean. I just, I left my job and I decided now was the best time to try full time streaming. I didn't have like the viewership or anything to go partnered or any, or like full time. But I was in a position that I couldn't. I had some savings. My partner had a job offer here. So I was like, well, I mean, why not see what happens and how it goes? And I did and it worked out and I'm very lucky, but uh, it could have very easily not have worked out as well. So, <laughs> And it took a while too. Like I didn't have the viewership for partnership until like a year and a half, two years into being full time. But I mean, things and hard work paid off. Yes. Yes, consistency is a big one, I think, yeah. That's super Lots exciting. Of, uh, inspiring and comforting from Chad. And Thanks. Sure. <laughs> that means a lot to me. I, I feel like there's, I don't know, I feel like people talk, I'm sorry, I'm getting way ahead of myself because I'm probably going to talk about this more later, but um, I feel like a lot of people, uh, we talk all the time about how everyone's journey on Twitch is different and everyone's journey with like streaming is different and everybody grows at different rates and whatever. And that is like really, really true. Um, I streamed as a hobby for, I guess, like two-ish years before I started streaming full-time. And I, like, I didn't, I, I had a really, really small viewership when I was streaming as a hobby. Mm -hmm. Like, I was doing it two or three nights a week. Um, my viewership was quite small and I, I just loved what I was doing. And then I don't really know how I fell into doing it full-time. I don't know where I decided. I think I just, I was... I took time off work to either stream or write. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could be bothered writing. So I guess I'll stream instead. <laughs> and I never did get around to doing the writing thing that I said I was going to do. So <laughs> one day it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Write on stream. Yeah, I thought about that, actually. I think that could be quite fun. And it would keep me motivated, but mm -hmm. I haven't done it yet. Mm. I know a couple of streamers who do that, and it look it looks really really cool. I had uh, suggested that or asked on Twitter sometime if like people would watch that, and everyone replied to my poll and said I was like, you see, people say that. I think people details, don't realize. It? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I was that's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> I I think people say like I've had people say that like they wouldn't enjoy watching me do crafting streams or whatever, and that is absolutely bullshit because people do enjoy watching that. Mm -hmm. And people do it all the time. I've done crafting streams and it's always the people who've said, oh, I don't think I'd enjoy that. You're like, actually, this was really fun. I don't think they necessarily realize what they like. <laughs> that and also I think people start to kind of forget that the reason why they're really in your stream is not necessarily, it's not necessarily your games. It's yeah. you and your entertainment. So when you mm -hmm. talk... I was going to say say talk shit, but you're definitely not talking shit. But when you just do mm -hmm. what you always do and just craft instead, instead of playing a video game, exactly. it still gives the same kind of entertainment. It's just mm -hmm. another background that it's, that it's yeah. happening. Yeah, definitely. But wow. before we yeah. get ahead of ourselves, I maybe. know, like, we did go really far ahead of this conversation. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so I believe that uh, Moni was introducing you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was and then we kind of we kind of <laughs> got got distracted and just off on a tangent, you know. <laughs> 
But yeah, full-time partner streamer on Twitch for five years now and three years partner. <laughs> and yeah. um, playing spacey games and and um, it's just all around amazing human being. Um, so that's my that's my that's my oh, very thank you humble introduction. <laughs> I also just want to add in here, because it's Pride Month, um, that Psyche is my fellow bi in NI. Yeah! Also, I really like that bi in NI. Yeah, that actually, I'd never said it like that before, but that's pretty true. Make it a thing. That's pretty cool. That would also go well on a shirt. (laughs) Yes! It would! Yes, it would! Do it, do it, do it! (laughs) (laughs) can do it. (laughs) So, yeah. We had this weird fucking introductions, but maybe you can tell us now. Who are you, actually? Uh, I'm Psyche. I like space games, and I like sandbox games, and story games, and games that make me cry. I like that a lot. I like to cry, which is weird. Um, and no. yeah, I, I am, I'm a full-time streamer. I'm very much variety. I play whatever I feel like playing on that particular day, because I really cannot sit with one game even though i have like favorites i can't play just one game i just can't i I would get bored um and i'm from northern ireland and that's i have three cats i feel i should mention that i have three cats one's called crash um which was an accidental kind of prophetic name because he knocks stuff over all the time and it makes lots of loud noises and that's not why we named him that um and i have two kittens called crowley and as after crowley and aziraphale from good omens and they're very sweet but they're also very loud and their butts are always on my stream (laughs) i love that when i first found out that your cats are that was all i did (laughs) i was so glad because i i think you were one of the first people who was like i know i get that reference i know what that's from and uh, like other people have been like 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 Mr. Crowley? And I was like, no, like Crowley from from Good Omens and Az, Aziraphale from Good Omens. the Prime show? Because it yeah, was also I mean, such a good show. It was really, really good. I really also loved it. Also David Tennant and, you know. Yes. I loved that. Yeah. And I loved their dynamic very, very much. It's good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we accidentally... Yes, do. Good Omens was so good. And I named them after that because we couldn't figure out what to call them. And then it just, we scrolled past it on Prime. And I was like, oh my God. And my fiance went, that's that's the names. That's what we have to call yeah. them. And it helps because Aziraphale really loves lunch, which worked really, really <laughs> well for the, the character. And Crowley has these weird, his ears kind of look like horns because they curl backwards a little bit. So I was like, oh, oh it's perfect. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. They're very cute. I'm just going to out myself and say that I haven't. I'm so <gasps> you need to so watch good. it. It's it really, really, really good. good. We watched yeah. one episode at Monty's house, but the volume was so low that Tom and I actually don't know what it was about. And we oh, still no. haven't watched Why it. Why was it so low? Did you I don't not, know. Were you too British to tell me to turn it up? We did, and you turned it up a little bit, and we were still like... <laughs> and then so we were to, to tell me what to buy. Okay, I get it now. Jesus, I love Christ. that. I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, so sometimes funny. I can figure it out when you're too British, but like this, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it might, I mean, it sucks to be you in the end. So I, I watched it. <laughs> it's fine. We'll watch it again sometime. Add it to the list of TV shows that is a very, very long good. list of TV shows. Oh, yeah. But that should be really far at this point. Like, there are, like, other things we wouldn't necessarily have to, but good omens you need mm-hmm, to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You hear that, Tom? You hear that? Yes. <laughs> I will make him hear it later. Okay. That sounded well. It sounded not correct. <laughs> Somebody clip this so we can just keep posting it in our group chat. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so want to find out more about you? Um, are you? Let's go into a rapid fire round. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so you already said where you're from, Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And what are your pronouns? Uh, she, her. And when are you a geek since? So maybe a year and a story. Your first. So I think mm, I want to say 1994. So I was about five. Oh, that's very concrete. <laughs> I think it was 1994. I, I I've been playing games since I was like five, and I was very like I'm. I don't really get like super like obsessed with doing things, but I was really into gaming from when I was five. Um, my dad. This is really weird. My dad bought the original Nintendo um and everyone calls it an nes and i've always called it a nes i don't know why i that's just in my head that's what it's called um i used to play a lot of duck hunt uh and then i discovered how to cheat and i did uh you could put (laughs) a gun up against the screen and the old like tvs you could just press the button and you always shot the ducks like i I was a shameless child (laughs) wow i never knew that I discovered it. I don't know. I think my TV and where I was sitting was like super, super close to the TV. And then I just sort of went, pressed it up against the TV and it worked. And then I was like, oh, cool. (laughs) The stupid dog won't laugh at me anymore. This is great. Um, (laughs) And then I got told off because apparently that's not okay. Um, And then I played a lot of Top Gun, which I don't know if anyone remembers that game. I was really bad at it, but I really liked it. (laughs) And I played a lot of that and Mario, of course. Um, which is, is the reason it's weird is because like nobody in my close family played games. Like my dad had no interest in computers. He's not very technical. I have no idea why he decided to buy the NES at all. I have no idea. But he brought it home he one day and it was the coolest thing ever. For you. I don't know. I I I oh. he claims it was for me. I don't know if it was for him and he just didn't like it that much. And then I ended up playing with it. But like mm. nobody in my my close family was like very nerdy or anything. So I don't know why he did it, but I'm very glad he did. Um, and then that, that's what got me started, I guess. Tom says your story is his. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I feel like there's there's like a, a a kind of like little group of people who Duck Hunt was their like first game that they played. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. Although I tried playing it again recently. It's not the same without the gun and you can't really do that with modern TVs and stuff. It doesn't work the same way. So it sucks. Oh, you, you actually have to. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Although, yes. But apparently you have to play it with a controller now, and it's just not the same. How did that even gun, work The gun then? made that ha- game. Yeah, I think it was something to do with, like, the, the, the refresh rate of your TV or something. And then, like, they had, like, a little sensor in Ooh. the in the inside of the gun. It looked kind of like a mirror. So I, I don't know if that's how it worked, but... I mean, that's ridiculously advanced for yeah. 1994 it really mm-hmm. is i think it was kind of like they tried to miniaturize the ones that you get in arcades and they were like how can we bring this into the home so they that they made those and i they, they were really cool i really liked them I felt even if i was a filthy cheater 
<laughs> Thank you. Um, and what are some of your biggest geeky influences or just influences in general? As you can think like books, movie shows, teachers, games. So things. I think I have kind of a controversial one uh, because and you'll know exactly what I mean by saying it's controversial. Lara Croft. Because I know, I know she, like, the original Lara Croft was super, like, constructed for the male gaze, 100%. But I was really into, like, the original Tomb Raider games because the idea of being, like, a badass adventurer was just so cool to me. And it was the first time I'd seen a woman in, as, like, the main character in a game. Like, I know there were other games, but, like, this was my first experience and I... Ever since then, like literally, I remember, so I didn't have a PlayStation. My, this is weird. My granny had a PlayStation, but it wasn't hers. It was my (laughs) uncle's and he left it at her house whenever he went to college. But I went to my granny's house and there was this PlayStation in his old bedroom and it had been converted into like a sitting room, but they had the PlayStation. So I would go visit my granny, but really I was going to visit the PlayStation and I would play (laughs) Tomb Raider. And I would just be like, no, mom, I don't want to go home. I have to play more Tomb Raider. And I I just really loved it. And it was so cool. And I, yeah, Lara Croft is weird. I feel like that's a weird one because she is such a, like, she was so sexy and all that stuff. But like, she was such a badass too. And I was just very inspired, I guess. (laughs) I, like, I totally get it that it's kind of controversial, but I'm the same as you. Like, she was such an inspiring character for me. And like, yeah, okay, even if she was creative for male gaze, like, um, hello, probably big reason why I'm bi. Yes. Uh, number one. 100%. Also, yeah. But totally inspirational character. Like, just absolutely loved all the games um, yeah. and still play them. Yeah, definitely. And, like, when I was younger, it's weird. When I was younger, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw this, but there was, like, a gaming magazine that had, they often had, like, cheat codes and stuff like that and all that stuff. But they had a picture that was, like, a centerfold picture of Lara Croft. She was oh. naked. <laughs> But she was what? sitting with like a pillow covering herself, so you couldn't see anything, right? Um, very young me did not know I was bi yet, but could not figure out why I really liked that picture and that page in the magazine. <laughs> and my mom was like, "Stop looking at it!" <laughs> and I was like, well, "Look, look, mom!" <laughs> so, like, now I'm looking back, I could be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." But at the time, I had no idea. Maybe I just really wanted to be friends with Lara Croft, like really wanted to be friends with Lara Croft. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, like Lara Croft was the first one who was kind of Amanda just Googled you. I made a mistake. <laughs> you see what I mean? No, no, I don't. I see porn. Oh, okay. What? Never mind. That's. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. <laughs> the reaction was the best. Uh, no. Never I mean, mind. <laughs> okay, I'll find the exact picture that I'm referring to. What I, did you type in? Because it was not what I, I looked up. Lara Croft <laughs> pillow, and it was the first picture. It's not quite the exact picture, but it's the same ideas in, from deviant art. But it was the okay. same kind of thing. Okay, yep, that's that makes sense though. <laughs> oh, it wasn't, I get it. No, what did I put in? Lara Croft naked. I mean, that's a bad idea. I think, I think that's exactly what I put in. <laughs> I'm so I think sorry. Nobody is fucking surprised that you ended fold. up on porn. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mistake. I made that's a mistake. Use it. <laughs> that's fine. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, we don't need to do this. Yep. <laughs> 
don't go- the amount of times I have to say don't Google that on my stream is ridiculous. And someone always you does. You need a command. Yeah, clearly. <sighs> Just a button I can press on my stream deck. Don't Google. <laughs> we have a rule number one command in stream. Don't Google anything that comes up in the stream or ask them all. <laughs> Oh gosh, we probably need that too. Yeah, Gemma just said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in reality, back to Lara Croft, she was one of the first. I mean, the first that I remember, because Peach, you can't really count. She was like no. really one of the first female characters, despite being created for the male gaze. But she was badass, yeah. and she was the main character in the video game, and you didn't have yeah. that before. So that was like for little. Yeah, exactly. She was my first. Like, was just... this is a woman who's in front, and this is she's the main character, and that's yeah. really cool. And I think maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like after Tomb Raider, there weren't that many after that either. And that's mm. why it's still kind of stuck in my mind as one that I would always go back to yeah. and be like, yeah, but at least I still have Lara Croft, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's great because they're still making games for her and I think she's mm-hmm. just getting even more badass. Yeah, for sure. And less male gazy as well. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is just a win-win. Yep. Also, I mean, the graphics were so shit back then. The triangle <laughs> boobs kind of didn't really make The triangle anyway. boobs, though, <laughs> I swear. Like, I mean... <laughs> yep, I it mean, was very Male gaze, my ass, but like, seriously... <laughs> It was like 95% of the polygons were her boobs and they were literally just triangles. I was like, okay, well, I mean, you tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, and our last question of the rapid fire round. Um, what are some of your current geeky pastimes? So I'm actually trying really hard to get back into reading because I used to be a really big reader, but I feel like the last few years, my focus has been really bad and I feel like lockdown has made it much worse because I'm much more likely to like scroll through social media and stuff which I've been stopping it's been very hard but I've been stopping um so the like last week or two I've been trying to get back into reading books a lot more which has been really nice um I started I actually read an Agatha Christie book I had never read anything by Agatha Christie before and I read an Agatha Christie book in one sitting on Saturday which was really good and that kind of made me feel like I was getting back into the swing of things um and I've just started Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson because everyone always recommends it and I've always been too intimidated to read it because it's quite long but I will see how it goes. I don't know. I read the first couple of chapters and I liked it so far. So we'll see. I've heard, actually heard quite a lot about that. Mm. Um, so now I'm going to add. <laughs> there we go. Nice. <laughs> there we go. Because yeah, I forget. Every time it comes up, I'm like, put that on your list. Right? God damn yep. now, man. But yeah. I've amazing. owned the book on Kindle since 2012 and I'm only reading it now. So they're... I just have a really... It's like the same as the stack of shame of games that you've bought during sales and you never play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have books as well now, and I just... I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) How many games do you have? How many books do you have? Uh... Too many? Many? But not enough. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Somehow it's still not enough. Thank you for playing our rapid fire round. No problem. Thank you. Uh, So what's the geeky thing we're talking about today? So I thought that maybe we could talk about um, something that's especially very relevant to me now since the last year or two of streaming. Um, being like out while streaming and having it be like a part of your content because 
adds something that I think is just really personal to me. And I thought it might be a nice thing to talk about, especially because it's Pride Month. And yeah. Yes, yes please. <laughs> yes, this is a great talk, especially because it's Pride Month, but also because it's something that is relevant for all of us now. And mm-hmm. um, 365 days of the year. Yes, I agree. Yeah. That's a big one. And like, so the reason I wanted to talk about it is I like I've been like out as bisexual for in my real life pretty much like since I was a teenager um but I and I've never like I've I've been open about it on stream my whole the whole time that I've been streaming but it never really was like something that I really talked about that much until like maybe two years ago and then I started being a lot more like I guess involved I think is the best way to describe like I, I wanted to talk more about how it affected me and I wanted to talk more about how it affected people who were in my audience and um ever since starting to do that I feel like my entire stream has changed but in a good way and our community has changed in a good way and it's just been really really nice and I I realized that this was this was the like missing puzzle piece from like before where I didn't really know where I fitted in as a streamer and I didn't really know what my my content like how to describe my content or anything like that and now I just feel like this makes sense this clicks and it's it's perfect and I'm really glad that I did it. Did you start to, so you said you, you've you always been um, open about, about being bi on, mm-hmm. but like two years ago you embraced it more? How, yeah, that's pretty how much it. How did that look for you? Um, so we used to have like occasional conversations. Like I would frequently, there'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know, like we would talk about like a really attractive person and I would be like, oh my, my goodness, like I feel like Lara Croft was, you know, a bisexual awakening or like Scully in the X-Files or whatever. And like, I would talk about that very, very briefly and then we'd move on. But like a couple of years ago, I just, I guess I started, so I started doing chatty kind of segments at the beginning of my streams. And while I wouldn't specifically like pick a topic that was about like my sexuality or like sexuality in general, I would try to talk more about those kinds of topics and like what another thing that I noticed was that like a few years ago I was really I guess the best way to describe it is like wishy-washy with um you know like I didn't know how my rules were supposed to be and how I was supposed to enforce them I didn't know how to enforce my boundaries and stuff like that and that's something that I've got so much better at and I've made it very very clear that the reason for this is because like this is a part of my life. This is a part of who I am. And this is a part of how so many people in our community are. And like, we just need to make sure that we're constructing a place that is safe for Mm -hmm. those people. And it's, it's hard because I feel like, like, (sighs) this is weird. I feel like as you start to improve, you look back on what you were like before and you think to yourself, how was I like, how was I ever letting people talk like that in my chat? How was I ever okay with not having rules that were that strict? How was I okay with not being very specific about my boundaries and stuff like that? Like, I know that if I looked at my stream four or five years ago, I'd be like, oh, no, there's so many things I should change about this. But I feel like a couple of years ago, that's when it really clicked. And I started like taking it super, super seriously and being very, I guess, intentional with what I wanted to from my stream and from the community that I was building. And that's that's where it's come from. Um, it is really interesting. And I like what Gemma um, has said in our chat here. Um, she said, because as women, we are taught that boundaries are rude. So it takes yes. time to move. That is very true. And that's something I think I've really struggled with. I worked in the games industry, like from the other side for eight years. And like, I was a project manager and I got told constantly that I was being bossy just because I was trying to enforce boundaries in like a, a meeting, for example, because... Um, a great example, there's a person who actually now also is a full-time streamer and as a person I'm very, very fond of, 
who was talking over other people, especially other like women. He was talking over women in the meeting and he didn't mean anything by it. He was just he was just like acting up. And I told him not to. And he was very he was great. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, you know, you're completely right. And he went fine. But then some other person came up to me afterwards and went, oh, my God, I had no idea you could be so bossy. And I was like, okay, the person I actually asked to please save it for after the meeting is totally fine with it, but you're not okay with it? Like, and that puts, wow. I think we are really bad at reinforcing boundaries because we're told all the time that, you know, it's mm-hmm. bad. You're bossy for telling somebody not to do something or whatever. And we're taught to be quiet and I'm not. <laughs> so it is really hard. It's for your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for nothing. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is like this what white people also have with white fragility once they are called out about their racism is like you 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 call out uh misogyny right now and like like sexism in a way and and that people and and stereotypes that are and how people treat women in certain situations and that has nothing to do with it being like necessary necessarily something personal but people all of a sudden make it super personal because why mm-hmm. can you not just call somebody out for being an asshole and for talking over people um without it having to be anything else but that. Because that's what yeah. you did, right? You just said, like... Yeah, and I was really, like, super polite about it because, like, I was trying to not be rude. But I was saying, like, mm-hmm. hey, can we maybe let this person talk and you can do this messing... He was just messing around. I was like, you can mess around afterwards. Like, we can hang out in the... We were in the cafeteria. We can hang out in the cafeteria and mess around after the meeting's over, but we need to get this done and respect people's time. And that was it. And I was, like, he was fine. He was very apologetic. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And like we've stayed kind of like friends since I left the company and he's mm-hmm. left the company now. We get along really, really well because he he took that to heart and he actually paid attention. But then other people were watching and were like, oh, you're so bossy. And that's so, mm, I didn't know you could be. And I was like, I'm the project manager. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> that's my fucking job is what I get paid yeah. for. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry, I'm just like trying to wrap my head around that. But it, like, I, I totally like, it's, it, I, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's still just, it's always just that moment of like, wow, this actually happened. Yeah, and it happens, I guess, all the time. And I think that's actually a really, really good point, though, that, that reinforcing boundaries and like having rules that you're very, like, it's say strict. Strict makes it sound like you're a teacher, but like that you're actually reinforcing the rules and the, I guess, <laughs> etiquette of your, your community and your chat and everything. It is so hard. And I feel like I'm getting to a point where I'm a lot better about it. But there's definitely things that whenever I first started streaming, I let slip through my chat and was just like, oh, I don't really know how to deal with that. And like, now I would be a lot better at it. But at the time, I just had no idea what to do. Um, so how do you think uh, or feel or know that your your entire Twitch space has changed since being being more vocally out and like making as part of your I feel like it's become a part of my content insofar as like we... This is going to sound really silly, but like I would thirst over people a lot more in stream. And I also kind of make it a bit like insofar as I don't do it on purpose. I'm not like thinking to myself, right, I'm going to write a script if I'm going to thirst over this alien. (laughs) But like it happens. And where I would have probably tried to tone it down a lot more before, I'm not just like leaning all the way in because like you know what I'm not very good at filtering myself and I something that my partner has always said is that like when we go to visit his family I I don't 
tune myself down I'm exactly the same as I am all the time and like when people meet me like I've been to events and stuff I'm exactly the same on stream as I am in person with everybody that's just I, I this is just who I am and I used to try and tone it down a little bit but I just can't be bothered anymore <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> content wise it's changed in that way and also I feel like our community I I hope that the community that we've built has been like people feel more safe and more like there there's some representation there that maybe wasn't there before that they have somewhere that they can feel like they can go and that they are you know amongst their people kind of thing do you know what i mean like i i really hope i can i can't say that that's what's changed but i i hope that that's what's changed because i feel like that's the most important thing to me is making sure that they feel safe and welcome and that they have a space that they can call their own if that makes sense have you noticed any change in your viewership and your community um to being people who are um, yes, I've I've noticed changes of more people coming in and some people leaving uh, in a good way. Um, mm. I started putting my foot down a lot more in the last year in particular, where I'm like, look, um, if you think this way, you're not welcome. If you support this, you're not welcome. Like, remove yourself from my space or you will be removed. And mm. I thankfully not a ton of people left because that would make me feel like maybe I had done a bad job of setting the tone but like one or two people went okay I guess I'm not welcome here anymore and I was like yeah no you're not if that if you align with those views you're absolutely not like I'm not going to apologize for that so I had a couple of people who decided that, that that was it and I'm I'm happy that they have decided to go find somewhere that suits them better because they clearly do not fit in my space at all but um I definitely noticed a lot more people from like the LGBTQIA plus community um that is partially because I joined Rainbow Arcade, but um, also I think in general, people will come into your stream and see the tone and how people interact and then decide not to leave, if you know what I mean. Like they'll mm. stick around for a bit and see what it's like. And I've definitely noticed that a lot more, which has been really nice. I've definitely also noticed that my stream has grown and I, I do attribute that partially to feeling like I find my place and then I hope that other people are gravitating towards that. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's something that you can just, what you just said is something that you can make work in every situation, right? Like you can work, mm -hmm. make it work in business, in like when you're self-employed like a man and I, you can make it work there. It's always the people who are attracted to you come to you for you and they will stay for you and mm -hmm. not because you play something and want yeah. to impress other people, but you want the people to be there for you and because of the way you are and not because of a game that you play for people yeah. to invite them over. And you don't need to be this huge pot where everybody fits in, but you can be this place where, and if it's like 10 people, but these are like 10 quality people, it's better to have those people in your area and in your field and in your community than if you have like 3,000 people and all of them are absolute wanks so just <laughs> so, so it's just the more authentic you are with yourself and the more yourself you are the less you have to play a freaking game to other people and put on a show for other people and you can just yeah. be you and do whatever it is that makes you feel good and then people will be there for you yeah I definitely feel like the last couple of years I've started being more me and feeling like less of me has to, like, I heard it, I don't know the exact saying, but I'd heard uh, it was specifically in reference to women being told that they should try to make themselves smaller to fit into mm. spaces. I don't do that at all anymore. I tried a little bit 
And I remember it definitely caused a lot of friction. I worked at a games company, quite a big games company that I shall not mention the name of, but I'm sure many of you already know. Um, I worked there for a while and I I didn't really make myself very small. And it meant that like, I, I guess I rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. Um, but now I just, I don't care. I feel like the more I can be myself and the more authentic I am to myself, the easier it is for me to like, I can, I can weed out the people that don't, they're not going to work out because pe- like, like mm. that's important. And it feels really weird saying, I'm just going to tell you, you're not allowed to hang out here. But like, if a person's not getting the vibe and if they're, they're putting the vibe of chat and like how everybody's feeling in jeopardy, like that, it's not worth it. I'm, I would much rather just not have that person watching my stream. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I feel like that's the right way to do it. Whereas before I might've tried too hard to make sure I wasn't hurting anybody's feelings. And I did that a lot. And I know I I can think of examples of when somebody told a joke that was just slightly, not quite inappropriate, but kind of hinting at being inappropriate. Mm. And like, I didn't want to be too harsh on them because maybe they didn't mean it that way. Now I'm just like, nah, get it, get rid of it. It's gone. (laughs) We don't do that here. And mm. I'm, I feel so much more comfortable doing it that way. I just wish I hadn't been so scared to do that in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think that there's a line between trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, maybe they just don't know what they're saying. Like, do I take the time to educate? Um, mm-hmm. And then the, and on the flip side of that, just like they know exactly what they're doing is leave. Yep. Like, it's, yep. it, there is that balance in trying to find it. Mm-hmm. But I feel also that depends on how you set up your stream to be. Like, what is the intention of your stream? Is it to be uh, to... Because the way we are doing it here is like we have all these discussions and we talk about people feel like sometimes it is about telling people maybe that's not the right way to do it. And it's some part of education, but it doesn't always have to be. So it can just be, I'm just going to hang with, with, with people that I like and play a game that I like that vibe with me and pe- and people that vibe with me. And you wouldn't invite everybody into your house, but sometimes streaming is like your house and you don't invite yep. everybody in just mm-hmm. because they're and when they are weird you you don't invite them the next time so that also means yep. that they they can leave your space because they're awkward they make everybody feel uncomfortable and then bye yeah we had yeah. actually a conversation about that on stream today um i had a person who had kind of been like making me uncomfortable for a while i don't know if they really made anyone else uncomfortable but they're making me uncomfortable for a long time and I had like been kind of bouncing back and forth, like, do I ban this person? Like they haven't really broken any rules. And then they made a joke and the joke they made was like really inappropriate. And I, they clearly didn't understand why it was inappropriate. So at the time I didn't know what to do. I was in the middle of a stream. One of my mods timed them out. I explained why it was inappropriate. They came back and their response was, no, it's not. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean it like that. Mm. Um, and after the stream, I was like, well, okay, I yeah, I didn't permaban them on the spot, but immediately after the stream, I went and permabanned them. I was like, I have thought about it and mm. I don't want them to come back. I, I I would like them to leave and I'm going to close the door behind them and they're yeah. not going to come back. They still didn't understand, but I was like, their response, they did like an unban request and it was, you know, oh, how come? You, you allowed me to continue chatting afterwards. And I was like, yeah, but that's because I was in the middle of a stream. I didn't have the time to really think it through. Yeah. You weren't doing anything problematic anymore. So I thought about it afterwards and realized, no, I, I don't think you should be here anymore. Like, it's exactly like that. It's a, if a person is weird in your house, you probably are not going to invite them back. And that's what it felt like. Um, and I think it's really important to be able to do that. It's just really, really tricky. It's it's hard, and I, now I've started realizing that like a person doesn't have to explicitly break a rule for me to decide that they 
shouldn't be in the stream anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it, if they're not if they're not getting the vibe or if they're making me uncomfortable, just because they're not breaking a rule doesn't mean that I shouldn't ban them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's super difficult though. How big was your mod you started at? <laughs> um uh, when I very when I first started, like very, very much first started, I only had one mod and I didn't have like my viewership for a very long time was single digits. And then as I started to grow a little bit, I modded a couple of friends and we they used to joke all the time about there being a mod wall because there'd be like six of them all talking at the same time and there was only like 15 or 20 people. But like at the same time, I was trying to balance it so that I never had a time when there wasn't a mod in chat, which meant that I modded another person and then there'd be one stream where all of them would be there at the same time and I'd be like, oh, I haven't balanced this very well. But I feel, I think I've got pretty much... Once I started full-time streaming, um, I've removed a few mods who've like, sorry, cat hair. Um, I removed a few mods that have been like inactive and then added other mods instead. So now I think I have eight mods, maybe? Like that's off the top of my head. I'm probably miscounting, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have like eight mods and I still have a cat hair. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> there's there's actually nine mods in that, and they're all gonna be like, am I the one she <laughs> which which one? <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> I mean, see, so he probably cookies. knows. Oh, mm-hmm. that's I, I appreciate you paying your money. Hell yeah! Really wish- <laughs> Soli Soli is one of my mods. Uh, yeah, I know my I like I feel like my mod team. I I can rely on them a lot to um, kind of talk things through now. Whereas before. I guess I never really did. I didn't lean on them enough. And that's something that my mod team have actually told me off for because I didn't lean on them enough and I didn't rely on them enough to like for me to brainstorm ideas and for them to help me with certain things. And that now they yell at me every time I alt tab out to do something. So they're like, we're here. Like, like let us do stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's all to very different. <laughs> to some streams. <laughs> Some streams that shall remain nameless. <laughs> it's a little shady today. <laughs> Wondering though if that's also like the, the 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 trait that as women we always think always think we need to fix everything on uh, ourselves and we can't like take the take the we can't like have have somebody else do it for us because it's like yeah I definitely do that. This is this is a really really funny thing. I have taken, despite the fact that I do not have, like, my partner is not, like, a super traditional person or anything like that. Like, I I couldn't be in a relationship with somebody like that. But, like, we, I, the way I was raised, I feel like my brain defaults to, I have to fix this. I have mm-hmm. to do this. I have to do that. And he keeps saying, like, no, you don't. Like, don't be ridiculous. But it's just, I feel guilty when I don't. And I'm like, why am mm-hmm. I like this? It doesn't make sense. And I feel like that probably does, like, affect streaming and stuff is like the the assumption that i should just do it because i'm here that doesn't help that my parents were the kind of people who'd be like ah you're big enough and ugly enough to do it yourself so do it yourself (laughs) and that is a phrase directly (laughs) quoted from my mom was like you're big enough and ugly enough to do it yourself so do it yourself so i just i got stuck doing that i guess yeah Mm. that's definitely a northern irish phrase because i have heard that more than once (laughs) that is a big northern irishism (laughs) yeah Changing subject just like for two seconds. Now that we have the Twitch tags, do you tag yourself as Northern Irish? I do. Um, I feel like they didn't have a Northern Irish tag initially. Like whenever they released the new ones, I feel like they had an Irish tag and they didn't have a Northern Irish one. And then randomly one day they did, like a couple of days later. 
And I was super excited. Either that or I just searched wrong. But like, I was really excited. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to add that tag. Because like, I, I, I would say like, whenever I introduce myself to people, I say I'm Northern Irish. And a lot of people are like, is that like real Irish or <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not getting into it. I'm just not. Yeah. It's, it's too difficult. We had but... one in stream the other day. Oh, oh yeah. really? Like, there is only one Ireland. Oh, God, no. no, that's so complicated. And I feel like it's always <laughs> people know. who don't actually understand how it works, who feel the need to come in and be like, blah, 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 blah. Um, I had somebody once, I was playing Fortnite on stream, and I had, <laughs> it uh, I say that like it's some kind of horrible sin, um, and my title <laughs> was Irish Girl Has Potato Aim, coincidence, question mark, and someone came into my stream and went, you're not really Irish, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, my family are from, and I was like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> oh dear. It's great fun. Yeah. We, um, my, my fiance, Tom was streaming the other day as well with the Northern Irish tag and he had, uh, an English streamer come in and was like, hate rated, not like hate rated, but like, you know, the thing where you watch a stream and you make fun of the streamer. Yes. Based on oh their God. tags. And like, that's what this English streamer was doing to Tom because he heck? was Northern Irish. And I was like, and like, that's I went so to, the stream, weird. to the streamers like stream and I was like, what's happening here? And he was just going all around the Northern Irish tags. There was like 10 people streaming and he was like, oh fuck, I'm blocked in this one. I'm, why do they keep blocking me? I'm just having fun. And I'm like, <laughs> You're oh my god <laughs> the lack of self-awareness i know so bad. Yeah. i also don't understand how people don't realize that that's actually like you can't do that you can't just like restream another person's stream for mm -hmm. any reason i had somebody who was streaming my discord because they were angry at me what? for some reason what? it was very odd i don't know what they were streaming but someone actually told me because the person had tried to join my discord and then they'd sent me like a really weird D like a really weird dm and i was like okay this is something weird's gonna happen and then someone came to me and said you do know that that person who was in stream earlier and was being really inappropriate um they're streaming your discord channel and i was like what and i went to their channel and they were just streaming like my general chat and making weird comments and i was like why some people why really do random shit and also other people watch really random shit like i wouldn't yeah like then i also feel this is gonna sound really shady and i'm sorry but i'm also not um <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of people who do things like this and then they don't get a viewership or like an audience and they don't build their stream up and then they're like i don't understand why i'm a total asshole all the time but nobody wants to watch that like what is that and i'm like what what are you doing you're literally just Restreaming re someone and harassing them, and you're surprised that nobody likes it. Sadly, mm -hmm. a lot of people do, but like they're they're always surprised that they don't like grow on Twitch and become stupidly successful. I don't know, maybe because you're breaking TOS, that might be part of it. Uh, like also maybe because you're an absolute asshole and nobody likes exactly. Assholes. People don't really like assholes unless like, they're established, like Solu saying. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Where's the that shame? tea? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take a little sip. <laughs> oh. I mean, it still takes like apparently there is. I mean, there is unfortunately still so much like so much audience for people who do shit like this, like the yeah. Krebus guy that got partnered and then unpartnered, and after they they harassed it. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of people. 
Like, that was their entire content, basically. I know. And they have 17,000 followers. And I'm like, how the fuck do people (laughs) get to that amount, to that number, with that fucking content? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) at all? And with everybody who's watching this, like, who hurts It's so weird. I also don't understand, like... I was taught, this is such a weird existential question, but there was one day I went to bed and there'd been like, somebody had sent me something weird on Twitter and there'd been somebody who'd been weird in chat on Twitch. And I was like, real? I'm not trying, like, I'm not doing this as a jokey thing. I genuinely want to know what kind of person enjoys being mean to people. Like, who enjoys just going to a random person that they don't know and saying something hateful? I don't understand. I literally, it just cannot comprehend who finds that fun? Like, because clearly there are people who go into streams with the intention of getting banned. And I, why? I, I don't get it. It is. I know it, I'm probably not meant to get it, but. <laughs> and this I is when Mani uses her psych degrees and stuff. <laughs> no. What I can't wrap my head around this is it's so much effort. Like, it, it is. so much effort to create. 15,000 different Twitter profiles because they get all get banned eventually, right? Like, it's not that they're, like, having one and they have it for, like, 15 years or whatever. That's not it. They have have an account. They're, like, tiny little shits of the bad sort. (laughs) And then they just, like, post some shit. Then they get banned. Then they create another account. And then they find some more people. And then I'm like, why? It's so much effort. Like, do imagine what people could do with their energy and with, with that energy yeah. that they put into shit like that and create so something much. great. But instead, it's not. Yeah, and like I, I talked to Solu, actually, one of my mods, one, like pretty much my head mod, I guess. Uh, he's, his head's going to get all big now, me saying that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Quick, say I, something mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about this and like I, we constantly in like a very friendly way butt heads on things like this where like he tells me not to play with my food because I'm not supposed to keep, like I, when a troll comes into my chat, I can't help but like engage with them and be silly and sometimes I just can't help myself and then they get banned too quickly and I can't play with them anymore but we constantly have like kind of (laughs) playful arguments about it and he's like he's determined he's just like nah no we're not dealing with that today and I'm like but I really want to though (laughs) but I know it's no good like it doesn't help it doesn't it doesn't like it it adds nothing to the stream except possibly annoying me and yeah it's just I don't understand. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, in the end, I keep telling myself, I, I keep, I will tell myself, or it's what I tell myself, that they must lead really, really, really miserable lives. Nobody must have loved them ever in their life. And they didn't know a way out. And that's how they ended up being absolute assholes. That doesn't, and like, I like, like to believe that we it. could change them. But I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's also not my job. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's not your job. It's our job. Yeah, yeah, I keep thinking maybe one day I will manage to convince someone that they will get much a much more enjoyable experience out of saying hi to a stream than they would from coming in and saying something rude. Like, you you'll get gay. an actual... Inter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have the best one. Really? I have to tell you the best insult I received ever in my life. Someone came into my stream a few weeks ago and said, and I quote, you are the ugliest, gayest, fattest woman I have ever seen in my life and you look like a witch. And I was like, thank you. That's like four compliments <laughs> in one go. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> like, they got, they got time to 
I think a band. They just got a band. But I saw the message just before it went, and I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> also, I don't really understand at least half of it. I'm like, why am I? Why do I? The gayest woman, the a witch. I'm. Is I have questions, any, but I don't know if the, I want the answers. Yeah. <laughs> how like, do you rate how gay you are? I don't like how, know. Like how? how, do you, how like how is how does one become the gayest person? That would be. Cool I don't right know. Now. And also, what does a witch look like? Like really? Unless we're talking about like you know were the you stereotypical like hat? Disney witch. In which case, <laughs> no, I was not wearing a witch hat. <laughs> <laughs> were you drinking your witch's it. brew? <laughs> I mean, this may have happened. In which case, I guess fair enough. But like, how did they know? <laughs> It was just so odd. And I was like, you know what? I actually, that one made me feel good about myself. Thanks. I know you didn't want me to feel good about myself, but I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, we also need gay witch shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The gay switch on Twitch. That would be. <gasps> the gay switch on Twitch. Listen, I'm going to buy the URL oh right now. <laughs> Make it. Can I can I forward it to your your I'm going to buy it and I'm going to forward it to your Twitch URL. Yes, that's, what that's do. fine. I let's do it. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm do into it. it. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> so and Tom says so this is the gayest episode of geek caring ever. Maybe. I'm- the gayest, the witchiest. We have no idea how these things are measured, but that one person on Twitch decided. So is Moni actually looking to see if that is available right yes, now? Yes. That- <laughs> <laughs> of course it's available. I know it's available and it's really cheap, so I'm buying it now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this would not be the first time that I that I bought random <laughs> shit live on stream. <laughs> That's basically fair. the summary of my life, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Tom's like, hello, this is Mani. And I'm like, have you met her? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and it's just going to link to a merch store and it's just going to say, like, gayest. No, it's going to link to Psychist Twitch. To, to Psychist <laughs> okay, then we just Twitch need merch because I want, I want this merch too. I, I will look into awesome. potentially making that happen and we'll see. Yeah. We'll oh, see what happens. I, I, that, is, that is amazing. um so how long have you been a member of rainbow arcade um i don't remember my exact join date but it was last year near the beginning of the year last year was a very confusing year because well apart from the (laughs) pandemic i moved house (laughs) at the very beginning so i moved house uh literally a week before northern ireland went into lockdown um and i'm very glad that we managed to move like that because we wouldn't have got out of here out of there um but i joined rainbow arcade i think just before i moved maybe a month before i moved um so i've been a member for just over a year and um i it's weird i saw it on twitter because a couple people that i followed were members and that's where i discovered it and i was like oh my gosh this sounds like home this sounds like the place i need to be Mm. um so i applied and i actually didn't expect to hear back i didn't i didn't think that they would they would accept my application i guess so i was really excited and i remember running out of my office and telling my my partner i was like oh my god i got accepted into the rainbow arcade he's like i have no idea what that means but i'm happy for you um and it is it's been a really nice thing like it's it's been a, a twitch team like i've been a member of several twitch teams most of them have not been very engaging i guess most of them have not been very team oriented they've been just kind of like a thing that you're a part of and that's it 
Um, Rainbow Arcade has felt like I've made friends. I've met a lot of people who are very like me, I guess, in a lot of ways. And I've met people, even just like people who aren't in Rainbow Arcade, people who are in like different teams that are very similar or just people that are part of the communities that are members of the Rainbow Arcade. And I just, it's really nice. <laughs> it's definitely been like a big change for me. It's been, it's, it feels like it's, it's a home for me in a way that no other team really has. That How makes me want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of people that want to join. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's um, such a, it's just a nice team, genuinely. I mean, I think it just does a really great job, like with the diversity in the team, like bringing the team together and the people on the team together and doing joint things. I think it's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mr. Wibble says that Rainbow Arcade opened up queer Twitch. <laughs> I feel like I, it, this, is a, this is something that's been really big for me. I feel like Twitch, my entire experience on Twitch has been... Uh, not my personal experience, but like Twitch as a whole, I think it's not really a surprise to say that it's it's primarily dominated by cis men. And mm. I find that not just from when I joined Rainbow Arcade, but like before that, I'm finding myself embedding myself in different communities a lot more, which means my experience of Twitch is a lot different now than it was a couple of years ago. Like my, my page that I, like my following page is predominantly women or lgbtqia plus people um and that's not an intentional thing it's just those are the streams i go into those are the streams i follow you know um and i just i feel like my experience has completely completely changed and, I, and in a good way because of rainbark uh, quite a lot of it yeah um i but i had kind of started before that i realized it wasn't again it wasn't really an intentional decision it was just that i was finding myself going into different streams and trying to find people who were like me and i was more likely to follow a channel because it, i felt comfortable there and that's how that kind of started happening and it just means i don't browse twitch that often i go to my following mm -hmm. page um or like a team page or something like i have very specific i watch my friends and then i watch like a list of people that i've curated quite a lot now granted i followed a lot of channels a long time ago that i probably will never watch them again but unfollowing a list of people is really hard and i'm lazy <laughs> it is really hard yeah, I've used tools to do it because like you can like check several boxes of different people and you just go scroll through it and go, I'm going to unfollow all these people. But I'm really lazy. So <laughs> it hasn't happened in a while. Although it causes, it could cause some awkward, awkward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're like then realizing that you actually want to follow someone again. I mean, in that's happened to me a few times. Yeah. I've done it by mistake. I definitely followed a channel and then forgot I'd followed it. Then I went to the channel and then I clicked the unfollow button. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I still feel like the follow button when you're following someone and it's a grey heart. I don't think it's super obvious that that's the unfollow button. No, I agree. yeah, it's not. It's really it weird. And then, it, like, I watch channels so that do, forget to follow ask them. You now? Yeah, I, well, I, I think. Yeah. So whenever you... Hold on, I'm going to hover over. It says not when you hover over and it turns into a broken heart. Yeah. But, like... Oh. <laughs> I click things without waiting sometimes. I like yeah. I don't know. And I, I find that I've been watching channels. I realized today that I was watching a channel for a very long time because I was never watching them live. I was watching their VODs. Mm. I've forgotten to follow, but I've been watching this person's stream for like months and I just haven't followed the channel because I go directly to it or I click a link on Twitter and then I forget. Mm. 
And then I feel really bad because I'm like, we're friends and I haven't followed your Twitch channel. And it's not because I don't like you. It's just because I'm really unobservant. <laughs> and sometimes you don't realize that like you actually feel it's so yep. easy. I'm like, oh no. Yep. And now it's really awkward. But wait, mm-hmm. oh, Oops. <laughs> I guess I'll do Oops. that now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my thing is because um, I have like a private account as well that I n- most of the time do not use because I'm always interacting with Key Caring. And then I'm like, I've definitely been in your stream before. I've definitely talked in your stream. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. six months later, oh, that was on my other account. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I never see you live anymore. It's not because you're not live. It's because I'm not following you because I'm an yeah. asshole. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Moni followed, or not followed, raided me one day um, from Geek Caring. And I was so confused. Because at the time, like, I, the worst part is I knew about Geek Caring, but, but I didn't click that it you were streaming and i was i was very confused and i was like i'm gonna shout out e caring and then moni was like that's me <laughs> and i was like wait what <laughs> oh know. hang on we okay you're not playing as a fish this makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's a very confusing setup that is very confusing and it throws a lot of people off because if we go it together is- i'm like moni was streaming Moni was streaming under Geek Herring. They're like, but you're a Geek Herring. Oh, I know, but Moni was streaming. It is, it is super. But we also haven't figured a better way out on how to do it, actually. So it's just no, really I get confusing. that. No, I mean, the thing is, it doesn't help that I get streamer brain and then I'm halfway through stream going, I don't understand. <laughs> Please take me by the hand and explain it to me because I don't understand. But no, no, I get it. And I get that was a while ago. And I remember being like, I don't what? <laughs> but it's fine now. <laughs> I was so excited that you actually were like, oh, hi. And I'm like, oh, Psyche sounds like she knows. I was like, what is going on? It was a very confusing day. I'm like, <laughs> it's confusing for everyone, really. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how? We're just, again, tiny little shits. How does Psyche know us? I'm like, what? It was again, I'm weird. a little shit, so it's okay. <laughs> so, it's a yeah. Thing. Um, anything else that you want to talk about before I ask our last question here? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I kind of meandered and we did the whole like, I'm going on a tangent this way and then we're going to go on a tangent that way. And then somehow we ended up here. <laughs> the best conversations. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the last question is, what advice would you give someone um, just getting started as an out? Well, we're going to go with that, an out streamer. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think the biggest thing, there was a, there was a lot of, uh, I guess controversy around somebody who told um a quite a large uh, gay content creator once that you shouldn't you shouldn't be gay on twitch or whatever i don't remember how they worded it like it was a really weird thing it was their advice that they would give to a new streamer is don't be like out um bullshit 100 bullshit i definitely feel like being more authentically me has helped so i think while you might encounter you'll definitely encounter harassment um and you will definitely encounter possibly blockers to growth. Um, you will find it harder to grow maybe than if you weren't and you were suppressing that part of yourself initially. But I think over time, being yourself and being who you really are and being true to yourself and building the community that's right for you is a lot more fulfilling. And you will find that you're probably a lot happier and that your content will be a lot better and that you will actually start finding people who are like you and then you won't be hitting those blockers to growth anymore. 
Like, I, I think that it's really, really important. And I know it's really hard because, like I said, harassment is a big thing. And I feel like whenever you're like, I, I know as a woman I encounter harassment, it's usually appearance based insults and things like that. And I feel like those in particular are more personal because it's often picking on something that you're already self-conscious of or that you already don't like about yourself. And that can be really hard. Um, I feel like obviously LGBTQIA plus people encounter a lot of harassment. I, I Not to be a downer, but it's the first place that I've ever had somebody use a homophobic slur towards me was Twitch uh, multiple times. And I, I it, that is tough, but I still think it's worth pushing on through. Like I would never, I'm not going to allow myself to be pushed out of using the LGBTQIA plus tag or the bisexual tag. I'm, I refuse. Um, having a good mod team, uh, even just a couple of people that you know can be there for you and that you know ahead of time that they they understand your boundaries and your rules is so powerful and I think it's worth it. It's just really hard. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. It's like the kind of advice that would be a really long t-shirt. <laughs> um. How many how many merch ideas have we had today? So At many. At least three. You can put it on on <laughs> Oh my god, you did it. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of the gayest <laughs> The gay, sorry. Uh, speaking of the gayest witch on Twitch, where can we find you online, Psyche? I don't know. Do uh, does it actually just? Yep. Okay. Well, yep. apparently you can find me on the gayest witch on Twitch dot com. Um, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> Twitch TV forward slash Psyche. Uh, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, all as Psyche Plays, because of course Psyche is taken everywhere. Um, and uh yeah that's me i stream monday tuesday thursday fridays at noon bst uh usually for about five or six hours and i make silly videos and guides for elite dangerous on youtube and that's me thank you so much thank for you. being here and sharing your wise, thank wise you. knowledge with us <laughs> thank you for having me and i look i had a really good time talking to both of you thank you very much Okay, and we will see you next week for another amazing episode of Geek Caring. Bye. 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 If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. 